I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. You're welcome. You're I'm going to single-handedly break this piece of trim just because I constantly am like nudging it on it and hitting it. It honestly might help me if you break it because it every time I look over there, it bugs me. Why? Because I cut like an asshole. So you can clearly tell that things aren't aligned and I like just haven't bothered to fix to... it. Yeah, because it's just going to be like a whole thing and then I have to go get another. I have to go get a fucking miter saw. I can bring my miter saw up. Yeah, but then we got to do like work, and at the same it has time, a, I have a, a portable miter saw stand. But see, then we so here's the <laughs> problem, right? We start doing all that, and we're like, all right, we got a portable miter saw stand. I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. Let's rerun this house right now and do this floor thing that we've been talking about to fix this cord problem that's yeah, underneath yeah. our feet. Which all of this would take thirty minutes, probably to two hours, and we'd be done. Yeah. But at the same time, it's work. What day do we have thirty minutes to two hours? I mean, this post, is the only time I can take you post uh, post nine eleven. No. Post um, holiday season, there should be you know free time. Yeah, yeah, we might have theoretically. Time. Theoretically, yeah, I mean, true. Everything is theoretical when it comes to life. Our, well, yeah, yeah, life. Life sounds good. That's a very factually inspired statement, I guess. Everything is theoretical when it comes to life. It sounds like something out of Monty, Monty Python, but anyway, could be. What are we? What are we doing? Uh, this yeah. is the. Uh, Thank you for joining us uh, on the Gamers 2 podcast for the week of uh, December 6th, 2019. I, I Honestly, every single time I know the date, I am massively impressed with myself. Um, My favorite part is that you're massively impressed with yourself when it's right there. I know, but like... <laughs> I'm trying, you know, I'm just trying to be aware of my reality. There's multiple days this week where I was like, cool, it's Friday. No, it's not. Yeah, same. Like, I just don't even know what day it is half the time. So I usually don't know what the weather is, which I think is more scary. That one is a constant problem for me. Did not know it was supposed to snow all day. Not that it matters. I I figured it out when I was on lunch and I was like, all right, that's about halfway through my day. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in trouble at this point. Yeah. But you know, hey. Yeah, you know, grab life by the horns, and that means not reading the weather until you're halfway through your day. You're true, wing, true. wing it in the morning. Uh, what's going on with the uh, driveway situation? You got plow guy this year or what? Yeah, yeah, same, okay. same plow guy. Okay. Same plow guy. Just curious. He doesn't need to plow this. this okay, like this doesn't. He'll he'll show up probably to either tonight or tomorrow morning. Probably yeah. still do it. The only thing I would like him to plow like right now is just the end of the driveway. Like the yeah. rest of it's fine. Yeah. I don't. This this depth is not that bad for me. I know you guys have a you live by a different standard up here in the yeah I don't need it plowed six times a day I'm you know I'm all right 
this is like this that type of snow which shuts down Whitesboro. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's uh, you know, there's people. Did you notice how far I shoveled for you though? I I did see the shoveling to the That is a lot way. further. It than is. I normally would because I was further. almost expecting you to back in so that way you'd purposely get a driver's side out right into that. Oh no, I just That's what like, I was giving you the opportunity for. I got the shit kickers on, so like I'm just like whatever. I'll trudge through this. I care none for your snow. Exactly. Um yeah, what are we doing? Oh yeah. So we what have you been doing? <laughs> so what have you been doing the last seven days? I like the part where we're gonna get halfway through this podcast and go, "What the hell are we doing? <laughs> what are we talking about?" Anyway, um, so what have you been doing the last seven days? Seven days, roughly, give or take ten. Well, hours. first off, I feel obligated to mention the fact that they had in in my Japanese baseball anime. Not that I need to preface it. Say they had John Japanese. Boy. John Boy was in the... That would be amazing. Oh, okay. Did you watch the John Boy video? He did another video with uh, Coach Baseball. Oh, no, I did not. Uh, it's another winner. Another, another winner. Yeah. 100%. All right. Um. Anyway, so the anime with the baseball anime I've been watching, they did their their crossover game to where the Japanese all-star team, basically the high school Japanese all-star team, plays the american all-star team and <laughs> don't mind me he's having te- technical difficulties his uh his bike stand needs a little bit of Viagra. my bike stand's about to get beat <laughs> uh they played each I other place you and it was hilarious because imagine <laughs> oh, okay the american players were voice acted by japanese actors oh, but they no. were speaking english, english? Oh man, it was rough. It was real rough. Um, I I don't know if I could watch that episode without just laughing. It was funny. It was fun, and then they kept commenting. So like, I don't know if you remember, but when I first started watching the game, the baseball anime, and I was talking about baseball, and like, we're I was asking you about the like American baseball didn't seem to play the same way, and they bring that up in the game because at one point one of the Japanese players bunts and like gives up and out to progress the runner. And the coach laughs, the American coach laughs at them and and just basically is like, ha 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 Japanese small ball. And like, <laughs> well, so yes and no, that is a thing that still does happen. Yeah. Just not to the frequency that occurs in Japan. Yeah. Because America went, we like home runs. We gonna hit home runs. Yeah, which is basically another thing that they bring up. So it was just it was funny slash interesting to see it exemplified in in anime. Um and what else I've been doing? I've actually started playing the Outer Worlds. Um it's interesting to play a game that isn't broken. It just works. Shots no bugs. Fired. No bugs. Like, it's just, it's smooth. Like, all the, the movement's smooth. Like, there's no, like, collision don't, issues. Don't there's, do this to me. Don't give me hope. <laughs> I know. It's really bizarre. I realized that. I'm like, what is this? This game's so weird. And What, what is it about this game that yeah. really sets it apart from everything I'm else? I'm like, what is this? And I was like, oh, wow. It's been a long time since I've played a game that didn't have, like, stupid bugs. Um, Yeah, so I basically played... I'm level eight right now, and I know that means nothing, but um, I basically left this, the world that starts you on. There's multiple worlds. Yes. Okay. 
Um, I left the world that it starts you on, and uh, it's good. I like it so far. I mean, the story's a little slow to start, but that seems to be an Obsidian thing. It's like, I mean, it. I people keep comparing it to New Vegas, and well, it clearly has, clearly has those New Vegas main story vibes. Oh, I wonder why. And but it also reminds me of Firefly. Oh no! Because the characters, like, it's almost like the concept is so similar. You know, you get this like rundown fucking smuggling ship. You're the captain, and then you're you have this like female mechanic who's overly naive that you pick up, and she's like, "Oh, really excited to work on the ship and go places because she's never been anywhere before." Like the characters are very similar. Ah. You you pick up this like vicar who's basically a preacher, and who is like claims to be a preacher, but like. He has a real mysterious past because he's like some amazing gunslinger. He knows a lot of stuff that he shouldn't know. Like he's just the guy from. Oh no! What was that Wild West game? Where you are the father that murders everybody. Uh oh, it's not Call of Juarez, is it? No, there is a game called Call. Of yeah, Juarez. no, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a Gun either. I have no idea. There's a game where you walk out of a church. <laughs> I think as the father. And then just start murdering everybody. I don't know if you were trying to start over a new life or something, and then they find out who you were, and you're just like, not today. And then, I think it was some old West game. Anyway. So, yeah, it's been good. Um, Other than that, the only thing that I've tried to play is Halo Reach. It's been not going well. Um, I've tried multiple things. I've... I'm sorry with it. I'm sorry to hear that. I thought I made progress. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's just Windows Store nonsense. Because even though it's Game Pass, it still connects to the oh, Windows you did it, Store you did it that way, not the Steam way. No, because I have I have Game Pass, so Fair why enough. not use Game Pass? But I honestly, I'm considering just buying it through Steam because I don't. I'm not going to always have Game Pass, right, right. and Game Pass is clearly. Well, I've had issues with other games with Game Pass, so which is fun because the Xbox Game Pass application is still a beta in parentheses. It says oh, beta, yeah. so like, like I want to complain about it, but I was like, it's a fucking beta still, I guess. Like, <laughs> oh, you bastards, you got me, you so, fooled me now. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I think I think Fair that's enough. it for my life. Other than you know, uh, no, that's that's it. That's basically it. How about you? Oh, you know, the huge, Matt, the huge. Uh, Pokemon's beaten officially. Like, I've gone through the whole story thing, captured my legendaries, yada, yada. So that's now officially backburnered. I know I talked about it a little bit last week, but that's now I've sunset it mm-hmm. uh, into random territory. Played a little bit more show. You saw that today. Uh, playing a little bit more uh, anything else playing some the usual the usual dibble yeah. dabble i don't need to get into all the dibble dabble the dibble dabble <laughs> did you did you finish fallen order yet you still working on it i haven't finished fallen okay. order yet i uh i got through the part uh that we had discussed i chose purple classic i i chose scion mm, okay i chose so. the deep purple the deep purple. There's, Just so I could play smoke on the water as I was going around. <laughs> there is various like there's a light purple if you went all the way to the left. Yeah. And I was like, who's gonna choose a light purple? I want the purples and the pinks, the different yeah, purples yeah. and pinks, all very similar to each other. I was like, Can you just let me choose blood red? Yeah. Why can't I choose blood red? 
It's a good point. I didn't think about that. I mean, I know why I can't, but come on now. Also, this I we can talk about this after this because I don't want to go ranting again on Fallen Order. True. Fuck me, did I get disappointed during that part? The which part? The yeah, that entire the crystal. Sequence. Thing? Yeah, once when when you get to your crystal, that entire sequence, I just went. <sighs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. The whole thing, I was just like, what am I, Kylo Ren? It was just It was kind of weird, too. Like, he all of a sudden just like, I'm going to doubt myself. I'm going right. to doubt this whole thing. That's, that's been the whole thing, where all of a sudden he turns into this baby. Numerous times where he's been this hard-ass the entire time. And then he's just like, my master. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Like, we where did all, this come from? Everything was all good, and then we show you one alien-looking species guy that happens to be your master, and you start bawling in the corner until this baby robot runs up and is like, I believe in you! I believe in you, Cal! And I'm just like, why? Uh, the best part of that game is the the venerator that you go exploring through. What? It's a part of uh, Zepho, the Star Destroyer that oh, crashes the, on Zepho. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greece said something about there's a ship that's crashed on Zepho. Maybe it's got some relics in it. And I'm like, guess where I'm not going, Greece? We got places to be. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go through it. And that's kind of sad because it's it's interesting because it has all the Clone War shit in it. It's basically a Clone War uh, ship that's crashed. So, like, you see all the Clone War stuff. And then that one, I actually pieced the story together correctly. Like, you know how, like, you get the little... Uh, force things, the little... Oh, the, the whatever, force objects. Yeah, and then you, it tells you like a little story or whatever. Right. I, I, If you go... It's a pretty much a linear path, but if you go through it, you know, collect it the correct order or whatever, it gives you everything in order and you get this like story basically as you're traveling through. And I was like, this is nice. And yeah, that's that's the best part of the game, I think. <laughs> Personally, who boy has not bode well for that. Uh, and then, of course, what I will be playing later tonight football manager 2020. So, have you gotten a chance to have you had the chance to play it since last week, or is this the first yes. night? Okay, yep, yep, I've had a chance to play it since last week. Uh, we are in March, I think. We're pushing right along. We're we're almost done with season one, so we're we're moving at lightning speed for us. Good, good. Um, any highlights? Any ups and downs? Any massive changes? I, we're still questioning whether or not I'm going to get fired. I haven't been warned yet, so there's yeah, a chance you should, be, you should be good then. If you haven't I, been right. warned, if I haven't been warned, I'm feeling I'm good. I'm feeling yeah. all right. Uh it's starting to turn around, starting to look a little bit better. I'm going to lose a lot of players in the end of the season. I've already lost some, but I'm going to lose more at the end because mm-hmm. just people are leaving. And I'm like, it's yeah. fine. Get your salaries off my books. I don't want to see you anymore. Uh, so then I get to, during the summer, just kind of re- reinvigorate the squad. Give it a little bit of new life. A little new fresh blood, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, a little, give me some of those eager beavers. How's uh hopefully and then hopefully not completely get rocked everywhere else. But how's Kenny doing? He's still ahead of me. 
still doing well. Yep. That's yep. good. That's good. Neither of us are going to win the league, though. We're pretty sure. We're pretty sure that uh, that's already been decided, basically. Oh. Wasn't he doing pretty good for a while, there, though? Like, or did he? Yeah, yeah, no. He's still, he's still doing just as good, I think. Had a little bit of a slump. Not as bad as mine. Yeah. A couple but, bad weeks, maybe, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. I had a couple bad months. You know. Happens to the best of us. That's true. That's true. But, hey, we're turning it around. They did a patch to fix some of the stuff we were having problems with. That patch seems to have fixed the things we were having problems with, not just, you know, mm-hmm. hey, we think we fixed it. No, no, it seems like so far it's been fixed. Uh, so that's been a been a refreshing take, and we're still pushing forward. Uh, I, I haven't read anything. I know that's not something we normally bring up, but I haven't read anything. I really haven't found anything to like grab me yet. I've gone through some stuff, and I'm just kind of uh, like, I get through a little bit. I'm just like, ah, it just doesn't. I don't care. Like if it doesn't catch me in the first bit, I just that screw it. I don't. I don't owe it anything. I don't to need to finish it, right? Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, all right, that's you know, whatever. But I do need to call it out because I'm still listening to a lot of things, mostly podcasts. In the terms of podcasts I've listened to. Now, I have not pulled up my Spotify 2019 year review bullshit to see what it says. I didn't know that was a thing, but that's cool. Everybody's been posting them all over Twitter. Oh, okay. Like, I don't do the... Things. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't do the Twitter thing, so I'm out of the loop. You should do Twitter instead of Facebook. Can your Facebook? I don't I don't go on Facebook. I mean, it's there. I just don't go on it. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, so at the... At the time of me thinking back of what I've listened to this year, I did listen to some kind of funny. Very low. Yeah. Listen to a lot more what's good games than kind of funny. Not familiar with that, but it sounds so Andrea Renee. Oh, okay. Steimer. Yep. Brombacher. All those guys. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. It's a good fun time. Number two on the list in terms of my enjoyment. Well, not even number two. Number one, I'll go I'll go straight to number one for my my content that I'm always going to go to. Dude Soup. Dude Soup. Funhouse's Dude Soup. Yeah. Once a week, religiously listened to. Guaranteed every time. Mm-hmm. That's that. I can't say anything better about it because it's very good. That's yeah. Just what it I like listening to Dude Soup. I don't hit every episode, but I'll I'll listen. I'll throw one on on the PC in the background every once in a while. Right. And then my other favorite, my non-video game favorite. My sports favorite. We get Talking Baseball by John Boy, by Jimmy O'Brien and Jake. So now, before you say whatever you're about to say, it's the off season. So now it's getting to be a lot of fun. Like, don't get me wrong. It's fun during the season, too. In a different way, though. But a lot of times I'll end up like being on sites where I already kind of see what they're about to talk Mm -hmm. about. And then I I hear it and it's just kind of refreshing me on what I've already known. Mm Mm-hmm. For some of it. Other times I learned something I didn't know about. But during the off season when maybe I'm not paying attention as much to the news and then I get their podcast and I hear certain news stories or anything like that, I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Or there's fun moments like they were doing interviews. They started doing like interview podcasts with some players and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's been a fun time. And yeah. the Easton thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. They uh, single-handedly reviving baseball, I think be honest with you like as far as mainstream in the eyes of the younger generations i would say yeah i don't know if it's just them i think there's a 
a multitude of creators that are kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think they are easily becoming the biggest known ones after this whole. I've I've spread the word of John Boy. I've it's told a... some people at, at, that work about it, and they they've watched it. Actually watched it and been like, you know what? It's really fucking good. Yeah. And then they'll be like, I showed my dad who loves sports, and he's like, this dude's really funny. Yep. Like John Boy is something that if you enjoyed sports at any point during your life, yeah, any point. J O M B O Y. Search it in YouTube. Start watching some breakdowns. Start watching some podcasts. Hell, they got them up there, and they're on Patreon at two dollars a month for nothing other than just giving them some support. Yeah, you still get all the content. I uh, and yes, I, I back, say I, yes, I back them before we're we're clear about anything. I say even if you are like a pulp pop culture person who wants to. You know, be in on a little bit of the conversation at work or something like that, and not necessarily like a sports fan. You could hit his highlight videos, and most likely you'll get all the important stuff for the week, yep. so that you can, you know, be in on the conversation with some friends at work, even though you don't watch sports. Yep, it's a great, and I've said this before. And his videos are short, unlike most content creators. Yeah. He's not trying to hit the ten minute thing. If it takes him two minutes to explain something. That's how long the video yep. is. Two minutes, ten minutes, an hour if it's a podcast. You know, it's a breakdown. Mm-hmm. But I talked about it before with the first time that I was starting to listen to them and stuff. Because I, I had known of them for, like, their breakdowns and stuff. But then I started listening to Talking Baseball when it first started back in mm-hmm. July. Because uh, Talking Yanks is their one of their main podcasts because they were always Yankee people. And they still are Yankee people, but then they started doing talking baseball. And as much as I love my Yankees, I don't need podcasts or anything specific to them. Yeah. Because I can get all my information just on that mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. But when they start doing talking baseball and they're going to cover all the teams and all that, I'm like, yes, give me that. I want to know baseball. I don't need to know just Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we started talking about that, I was like, we could easily, I think, at least attitude-wise or whatever, fit right in. When it comes to like listening to their podcast, they're a hundred percent the video game version of or the sports version of us mm-hmm. in a sense of just the same kind of demeanor of messing with each other, go through some stories. We don't have cool nicknames for each other, but that's not the point. We don't need them. But you know, it's just the fun, fun way to hear your news for the week if it's a topic or a genre you like. For sure. For sure. So shout outs, John Boy. You and your media company. You and Jake doing the Lord's work. I hope you guys enjoy, because they're going to the winter meetings that start on Sunday. Really? And run to Thursday. They're going to go to the winter meetings. I think they're going to do some interviews and some other stuff. So they'll be in the winter meetings. Interesting. Yeah, man. They go down to spring training. They do it they do they're all. Going, they're going places. They, they're going places. They are places. They are the place, Matthew. Then obviously I'm watching sports and everything else right now. Fantasy football's going on. I'm in playoffs in two of the three leagues right now. Yes. I in those two, I am in bye weeks because I had a high enough seed. <clears throat> the third one, uh playoffs start next week, so I'm playing the final week right now, then playoffs start next week. So But a lot better season than where I thought I was gonna be in the beginning of it all. Yeah, managed to make two bye weeks, which are two of the top seeds usually. So I'm, I'm like, all right, we're you're doing. in a, a strong spot. Yeah, I turned it, I turned it around. One might say, 
Anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's Every- really all I got. Yeah, that's it. Oh, the only other thing that I've watched is I watched the Spitfire documentary on Netflix. It was fantastic. Well, of course. You love the Spitfire. I mean, I love a lot of things. Um, Matthew. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice because there was times I was doing the dishes, as I do when I watch documentaries. (laughs) And I would be like, man, this is is a cool documentary, but I'm just wondering if they're going to mention this thing. And then like, literally a minute later, I'd be like, blah, 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 you know, like they would bring it up. And I was like, oh, these people like, I mean, it's not like an in-depth documentary, but they cover their bases. So it was enjoyable. And the planes are gorgeous. There it so. is. Knew it was coming. There. Absolutely knew it. Anyway. Cool. Cool beans. What should we move to, Matthew? Uh, we are going to move to new releases. Am I supposed to say this tagline? No, I mean, if you want to. Okay. I just threw it in. I threw I don't it know in how initially to... because I was just being sassy and bored. <laughs> well, I changed it to dildos. That's true. Dildo, you did, you did dildos Gerino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got new releases. Uh, a list curated by none other than Nate Killian. Which, as far as anybody on this podcast is concerned, is the only voice you need to hear when it comes to new releases. There you go, guys. Wait till they start playing me on the demo reels at Targets, Walmarts, and Best Buys. Frightening. (laughs) (laughs) You just picture the part where I'm just staring down as, hey, kids. (laughs) Y'all want to play that Call of Duty? (laughs) Anyway, yeah, new releases. The joke was that they were brought to you by DiGiorno. Then Matt t- changed it to Dildo's Giorno, so I don't know what that means, but hey, now. We're I don't on. know either. I saw DiGiorno, and I said, man, I could put Dildo in there, and I put Dildo in you there. You could put Dildo's on a DiGiorno. You can. You could put Dildo's in and on many things. Number one, Blair Witch for the PS4. Number two, Cuisine Royale for the PS4. Number three, this is a this is a favorite of the gamers two audience and podcast. I believe I believe it's a rule of the podcast. It is also a rule that if there is a farming game released during the week, no matter if it's a re release or not, we must mention it. Which means Farming Simulator twenty twenty is out now for Switch. Nancy Drew Enhanced Edition for the PS four, Xbox, and Switch. Master Chief Collection. Halo Reach for the PC and Xbox. Tools Up for the PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Trover Saves the Universe for Xbox. Big Pharma for Xbox, PS4, and Switch. And Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey for PS4 and Xbox. That is a game about apes. Nice. I'm curious what the game Big Pharma is about. Probably pharmaceuticals. Is it Plague? But, but reverse, pharma. so it's pharma? Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's more like two-point hospital, but I'm not positive about that. Okay. Okay. I have honestly haven't looked into it. Could be completely... You know what? It's like Skyrim with guns. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Skyrim with guns. Uh, classic. You know those Kovic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody rips on him for. 
Far Cry's like Skyrim with guns. Do you want number one? Do you want number two? I don't care. You want to flip a coin? Um, I don't care. Okay. I started writing this stuff, and then I realized that there was like a good amount of like weird news, and then I got bored of it and started like truncating random bits of news articles. So like, <laughs> it's it's kind of a mess. Like, there's stuff all over the place. Like I just I just started doing some of this, and I started doing some weird shit, and then I was like, <laughs> screw this! I started chopping half the story out. Yep. Basically, that's it. I'll I'll just start. It's you Halo Reach. So. Go for it. It's, it's something you're fond of <clears> and you know well versed in at this point. With how many times you've tried to play it, I definitely know how not to play it. There was nothing better than when you were sending me a PowerShell window with errors in it, and I was like, "Why are you in PowerShell?" The Windows Store, man. I fucking hate that thing. Uh, Halo Reach launched on Steam this past Tuesday, and it immediately raced into the top of Valve's charts of most played games. After originally debuting on the Xbox 360 nearly 10 years ago, Microsoft has brought back the classic on PC with an impressive port that includes unlocked frame rates, a field of view slider, and even ultra-wide monitor support. At its launch day peak, 161,000 people were playing Halo Reach, catapulting it into the fourth spot on Steam's most played titles. While it's now dropped behind Destiny 2, Rainbow Six Siege, and Grand Theft Auto V, Reach is now comfortably in 7th place. It was the best-selling game during Valve's Steam Autumn Sale, without even being on sale. Um, I find this interesting because I feel like... More than anything else, I feel like this shows the lack of good shooters maybe i don't know if that's necessarily what i want to say i mean it could it, it maybe not necessarily wrong but i like it's if if people are this halo reach was good but it wasn't like you know it's it's nothing nothing absolutely mind blowing so maybe it shows well, people's I mean... Want for a Halo title, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but I think Reach was better than 5, 4. Oh, Reach was definitely the last good Halo. Okay, as long as we're agreeing on that. Yeah. For sure. It's just, I find it... Give me some of my boy June. Okay, there you go, June. I'm pretty sure he's the last one to die. I don't don't remember, honestly. I I was looking forward to playing the fucking game, but so I could tell you who dies last. I think it was June when he goes to rip out uh, one of the people, the elites or whatever, out of a turret. I'm pretty sure he was the one that had the skull mask. Yeah, June, I think he did because he was the one with the knife all the time, right? Yeah. Good old June. Mm-hmm. Number t- a funny thing about uh, Reach had two achievements for completing it. Actually, speaking of achievements, I'm gonna do a little Reach moment here. Okay. It was the one of the only games I ever saw to have two achievements for completing a legendary, solo, and co-op. Yeah, because solo was harder. Solo was co-op. harder because co-op you could cheese. Yeah. Wait, did they still have the cheese in co-op? I don't know. In, I don't know. I just in know Reach? originally in Reach. Yeah, there was the cheese with legendary to where like, if one of you was alive, then it was fine basically. Yeah. So there were two achievements for completing it alone, and then one together. And I have the one for completing it alone. Not like a big 
tout myself around, but it was just one of those ones where I was like, oh, okay, I feel pretty good about that when I was a, yeah. a wee lad. I, I'm curious to play it more than anything else because I want to see as a, I want to, I want to, as a barometer of how, how either bad or good I am compared to how I was when I played it originally. A mix of that. And I want to see what I can do on a keyboard and mouse with that game. True. True. That part more excites me. Uh, also, funny thing, one of the achievements was to kill somebody with an assassination from 40 feet or something like that. Like yeah. you had to fall a certain distance and then do mm-hmm. the assassination. Or no, you had to fall a certain distance, I think, survive. So the way to do it was to go to a certain map or a certain part of the campaign where you would be able to jump off a cliff and there was an enemy below you. And then you would just do the that actual assassination move where you land and do the whole like cinematic part of it. Mm-hmm. I executed that like three or four times out of, I don't know, 60 attempts or something because I would either miss or then die from the fall damage yeah. or whatever. So I got it like three or four times. It never triggered the achievement. So I never got it, and I just said, screw it. I'm done. I'm missing that and maybe one other thing for that game to be a perfect game. I was just like, ah. I didn't play Reach that much. Like, I played it, but I didn't. I didn't stick with it like that, so... I would just usually do that while I was waiting for somebody else to get on to play multiplayer or something. I'd be like, all right, cool. Wait, while they're grabbing dinner or something, I'll just go try to get this done. And every time, every time, it wouldn't count. Number two. Microsoft is currently planning to launch two next-generation Xbox consoles for holiday 2020. Sources familiar with Microsoft's plans tell The Verge that Microsoft is planning a second, cheaper, and less powerful Xbox console, codenamed Lockhart. Do you have deja vu yet? Like the way we already covered this? Yes. And then everybody said no. Now we're all saying yes again? Bingo. Cool. <laughs> While Microsoft has revealed its Xbox Project Scarlet high-end plans, the company did not mention its two-console strategy at E3 earlier this year. Windows Central originally reported Lockhart's existence nearly a year ago, and Kotaku now reports it's part of Microsoft's next-gen plans. Microsoft is essentially launching the two next-gen consoles that will serve as successors to the Xbox One S and Xbox One X. Lockhart will debut with a without a disk drive, much like the Xbox One All Digital Edition, and Microsoft is tweaking the console's hardware so it's less powerful than the main Project Scarlet console, codenamed Anaconda. <laughs> uh... Apparently, Microsoft has been seeking feedback from developers on its next-gen Xbox plans in recent months, and we initially heard the company had scrapped its Lockhart plans ahead of E3. Microsoft still hasn't finalized its next-gen Xbox hardware specs, but it sounds like Lockhart will now be part of the holiday 2020 launch. Kotaku reports that Lockhart will include a solid-state drive, and it will be targeted toward 1440p gaming rather than the 4K gaming that will be available on Anaconda. Sources say that Lockhart will get a next-gen CPU, but that it will be clocked slower than what's available on Anaconda. And in case you're curious, Matt, for what I want them to name their systems, you just heard them. <laughs> Anaconda. If 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 Microsoft called the Xbox Anaconda, like if Microsoft would just stick consistent with 
those random names, we would never have to worry about, well, it's the Xbox One, but it's the Xbox Two, but it's the Xbox 360 or the 720 or the Xbox One X or anything like that. Well, Xbox One X is the same backwards as this forwards. No, it's not, but that's not the point. Yeah. Call Xbox Anaconda. Screw it. Who cares? It's a bold move if they launch the one with uh, without a disk drive, I think. I think it's a bold move if they launched both at the same time. Yeah, I feel like it's they're trying to hedge their bets and it might backfire. That's yes. what I feel like. Yeah, I 100% agree with that, where they're like, all right, we understand. What if we gave you both? And people are like, no. <laughs> no. PS5? Take two. <laughs> two, please. Two? You only got one? All right, I'll take one. That's 100% how I expect this to go, by the way. Yeah. Street call, street corner. The hawk, you know, like, I, got you know, you, I got your paper. He's got the... I got the Newsies the, cap or the news, whatever. Yeah, yeah fucking cap. cap, cat, cap yep. hat. Yep. Get your Xbox. And then he just hucks it at somebody. Yeah, hucks an Xbox at someone. <laughs> they, fl- they flip a quarter into the tin next to him, and he just whips a full Xbox at him. Uh, if only he could pay a quarter. If only I could whip an Xbox at somebody. True. I'd come back and work Black Friday with you just for that. Let me, uh, speaking of game consoles, is it in here? I don't even remember what I put in here. Um, it's not, so I'll bring it up now. Uh, what, what, what console do you think sold the most this Ever? Black Friday? Oh, this Black Friday. Switch. Yes. They had huge sales. Uh, I didn't put it in here because, you know, whatever. Uh, and... I guess you could bring that up too. The one, the console that sold the most ever, PlayStation. Yeah, uh, PS2. From the well, well, they got a Guinness World Record this week. I believe for, for the franchise of for the console. Yeah, the console. Yeah, fran- I guess you call it a franchise. Yeah, I believe family. I think is what they I, I refer to it for as. The, yeah, the family of PlayStation. Yes. Yeah. But technically, yes, yeah, still the <clears throat> PS2. Little and little, nothing's touching the PS2 ever. Probably little side uh, tidbits for you. League of Legends publisher Riot Games. Will pay at least ten million dollars under a legal settlement. Settle, sediment, 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 legal sedimentary. Rock. I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know that video. I do. Oh yes. Uh, Yay education. <laughs> will pay at least ten million dollars under a legal settlement with current and former female employees following accusations of gender-based discrimination and sexual harassment at the company. Uh, the Los Angeles Times writes that Riot will compensate around 1,000 women who work there between November 4, 2014 and the present, with the dollar amount varying based on the time at the company. Uh, court documents note that the two class representatives, Jessica Negron and Gabriella Downey, will each receive $10,000. Uh, after attorney costs and other fees, around $6.2 million is expected to go towards payouts for the other employees. Uh, full employees will get a minimum of $2,500, and temporary contractors will get at least $500. The court filing says most class members should get at least $5,000. In case you forgot, Riot was sued in 2018 by multiple employees following an investigation by Kotaku, which spoke to more than two dozen people about a, quote, bro, bro culture. Bruh. 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 You, you even harass, bro? <laughs> uh, where women were treated as outsiders and passed over for promotions based on their gender. So, well, story that we've been following that for a while. I mean, since it, since it broke. Story closed. 
End story. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? I mean, it sounds it sounds all good. I don't know. I, I never know in these situations. Is is a payout good enough? You know what I mean? Like I don't. Does, is that good? I enough? don't. I don't. I don't know how this works. I, I don't know how it works I'm, either. I've never been on the side that they're on. I think it's going to be one of those things where like. There was more to the story, but I didn't want to go on for it. But like, they're gonna obviously they're gonna change things. Yeah, That's I'm what's sure it's part of the agreement. Like, okay, so we paid them out to financially like make them happy mm-hmm. with the problems, but mm-hmm. then we also agree to go through all these trials and tribulations during an HR speech of you know we do these things now, where we do these things, you know, just stuff like that. Of yeah, the culture that should have been in place from the beginning is now just written somewhere that says you must follow that or this whole thing comes up again. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the best that they could do as a company. Um, I don't think there's anything they could do better, like, you know, to compensate, I guess is the best way. To put yeah. It. Cause that's the, that's the, I just mean like, it's always such a weird thing when it's, I'm sure it, there is, you could probably equate it to some type of, of financial loss to the, to the individual mm-hmm. of this whole time. Like, the amount of time they've either spent maybe in, in therapy if they took that during this or uh, time they took off because they couldn't handle any any type of thing. Yeah. I don't know what they went. I don't know what they went through, but anything like that that could have been deemed a loss of income to them or something. And or I guess with the other with the part that I'm saying is like, I don't know what loss of income they potentially had or whatever versus just like emotional damage. And mental and whatever damage and potentially physical damage as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go five thousand dollars work. Yeah, like I, you know, it's just one of those. I think in this I, case, I clearly see I cut your arm. Does this ten dollar bill fix that arm? I I feel like this is totally just me speculating. I I'm speculate that in this case they wanted to win. And be recognized, like them admit to it, right? More than they cared too much about the money, because like, I, right? I, I guess in the grant, I mean, it depends on how you want to look at it. But you could argue either way that this is either not enough or too much or whatever. But I think in this, you know, in this case, they just wanted right say you're right, we fucked up, right? I'm sure it was more of a not a not so much of a not enough thing, but a okay, this is a nice little thing for us personally but we don't want you to repeat what you just did so that goes back to the part that we don't have where it's like i'm sure there are mandates going forward that say they must do xyz yeah as a company now to there was another story i was going to throw in here too but i didn't want it to be weighted too um too much and it was long it was a long fucking story but the the short of it was that during an investor's call uh one of the investing companies of microsoft uh, was basically saying, hey, I think we should run a study that looks at pay inequality in Microsoft. And um, Microsoft basically was like, I don't think that's a good idea because, and they listed out, like, it was actually really interesting because they basically like, Microsoft's board was like, I don't think that's a good idea because like, we don't have a problem. And they like basically gave them all of this like, data and facts and stuff saying basically that like that's not it's not a fair way to look at it and like they didn't think that that was a problem inside microsoft and then the in shareholders voted it down 
with only like 30% saying that they wanted to do it. Um, and then another company basically that invests in Microsoft wanted to do a similar study that basically looked at the same thing. And uh, the shareholders voted that down like with only 5% saying that they wanted to do it. It was just like, it's hard to put into a short little blip, but it was, it was interesting to see it from the other side where overwhelmingly people were like, yeah, that's not a problem. Like we don't need to be wasting our time with this. Yeah. Like, and this is all the data we have that, that proves that like we got this on lock. Like, yeah. Sometimes with those, some of those investors, like it's a question of whether or not they're an investor when yeah. you're wondering if they're purposely trying to like tank, tank like tank them. Yeah. Be like, all right, we want you to do this. Sell now because we think they're going to screw it. Yeah. Or they were trying to like buy more. So buy yeah. more shares or whatever. So they're like, let's get the share value down. Yeah, it's just, it's a really like in certain companies, like that's the part where like let the company, like the people that are at the company figure it out, I guess. I don't know. Weird, yeah. weird thing, but whatever. Yeah. Interesting all around. Uh, should we get to number four? I guess. Sure. That's a big one. Rumors. I like that. that I nice. mean, you capitalized the word rumors, so I had to yell rumors. I did, and there's an explanation point on it. Yeah. Rumor numero uno. Horizon Zero Dawn to PC, one of the biggest Russian bloggers, Anton Logvinov, has revealed that that the has revealed the information in his latest video. He says, "Quote to everyone who was moaning when at the beginning of the year I said that Death Stranding will come to PC, I suggest taking chill pills and screaming that I'm crazy like you did at the beginning of the year because Horizon Zero Dawn will be available on PC on February next year. Hopefully, you guys are alive. The announcement will be soon." End quote. I don't know. I'm going to make a comment on this when we're all done, but okay. uh, I'll, I'll finish it going. He further adds, quote, I'm talking to different developers who are making something for the PlayStation 5, and they said to me that Sony warns them, quote, keep the PC version in mind, end quote. This is the same person who predicted Death Stranding's PC launch. Uh, I do hate that last line you have, Matt, because bullshit. Okay. You want to know why? If you don't remember when, P- when Death Stranding was announced in 2016, it said it was coming to PC. Yeah. So what fucking prediction are you making there, Chief? I don't know. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I would I like know. to predict right now that FIFA 21 will come to consoles. You're welcome. Thank you. And this is where everybody, if you're listening, start applauding, and I'm going to walk off stage. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> I am the greatest predictor of all time. You're welcome. Thank you. I would also like to predict, Matthew, that we will finish this podcast. Okay. So, believe it or not, it will happen. It might this happen. Episode, this episode will be finished at some point in the future when you're listening to this right now. Eventually, it will come to an end. I'm a genius. Praise me. Praise the almighty predictor. I'm done. <laughs> Did you have anything to add before I move on to rumor? Nope. Okay. Next, rumor. Resident Evil 3 Remake has leaked through the official PlayStation Store. Capcom has been rumored to be working on a new remake for Resident Evil 3, and while no details were confirmed for it, it has been speculated for a while now. According to GameStat, a PSN tracking website that keeps track of all the new records added to the PSN, Capcom has uploaded Resident Evil 3 Remake cover art to the PlayStation Store. I mean... Be interesting to see. I mean, 2 did so well, so... Yeah, that was like... This is one of those rumors that's like... I guess it's kind of like the Horizon Zero Dawn or the Death Stranding thing where it's like... No shit? Yeah, no shit. Like, if they didn't do one, they'd be stupid. Like, I guess more of the question just would have been, did, what, did they do 3? Like, I don't, I don't live in the Resident Evil community, yeah. so I don't know what's beloved by them to be yeah. like okay so we did two now i'll do five like i didn't know if they were gonna do something like that yeah but to go right to three you know we'll see i feel like at this point they might as well just do all of them because like if if one isn't beloved by the community then like they'll make it beloved by the community you know well, what i mean, mean they skipped one they, they did they technically one. so blue point games is working on a new project for ps5 and it's speculated to be a oh excuse me hiccups dude i don't know something's it's a whatever something we ate because I was getting a little. Be the riggies. Be the I'm riggies. getting a little indigestion. That's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's not. It's like it's almost like it's almost like my body wants to hiccup, but I'm not getting a. I'm getting like the sporadic like. Ugh. Oh no! I'm getting full hiccup, man. Yeah. Mushrooms. It's, oh fuck! I forgot about that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, my joke was that I'll I'll die. Yeah. Because I thought I was allergic for a while. Yeah, I mean, there was full-on mushrooms in there. Like, oh, they yeah. weren't even cut up. They were just like, at that's a I, fucking mushroom. I'm not on the floor yet, so. Yeah. You don't have hives on you, so you're good. No, I never got those. I just got this unbelievable pain in my gut. 
that I couldn't ever find a comfortable spot, so I ended up on the floor, and that still wasn't comfortable. Okay. All right. We'll see. <laughs> Let's continue, though. Like I said, it's going to end. This podcast is going to end one way or the other. <laughs> I'm on the floor dying, and Matt has to hit stop, or we uh, just kind of finish it out. Blue Point Games is working on a new project for PS5, and it's speculated to be a Demon Souls remaster. Blue Point president Marco Thrust said, quote, there's no question in our minds that our current project will become the achievement we're most proud of, end quote. That's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. At the same time, Demon Souls was pretty comp- like complicated. So if they remaster it, well, it, you know, you get the Souls community to be like, oh, my God. So... And now our uh, monthly segment where we steal some tweets from Jason Schreier. As does everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, so does everybody else. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw him and Greg going at yeah. it. Uh, Jason Schreier tweets uh, with a few more next-gen tidbits. Here we go. Microsoft has been well behind Sony. You know what? I meant to look up what that means. Read, write text? I don't know. Write, read text? talk what right white right we well like in the context of the conversation i was trying to figure it out they've been well behind sony communication but that probably won't matter next fall i'm assuming they mean like Like release and stuff and yeah i'm assuming with their uh studios yeah whispers suggest that the ps5 and xbox 2 have similar specs and both sound very powerful now i love me some jason don't get me wrong yes Obviously, yeah, PS5 and Xbox 2 sound pretty fucking similar. That, does that surprise somebody? That doesn't, um, surprise, that doesn't surprise me, I guess, is what I'm saying. It doesn't say. surprise me either. And, and going back to the Greg thing, Gary Witta made the initial tweet there that was basically like, okay, great. So, like, they're literally going to be identical again, and the only difference is going to be a couple of exclusives. Right. And then it's the same joke of, I don't think people forget that the Xbox One and PS4 <laughs> didn't run at 1080. True. They had Every, this, Everybody forgets. They don't run at 1080. They don't, yeah. They run at like 900i or whatever. Yeah, one's like, the PlayStation, I think, one of them's slightly higher, but it's like, yeah, it is like, like 900. Nine, one's like 900, and the other one's like 990 or something. Yeah, and it, they upscale. Yeah. Uh, also, PS5 strategy is to be as accessible as possible, hence no load times. Wow, hot take. I, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I read all of these when they came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, sure. Mm, we've nothing's no, really news in all this to me. Yeah, it's we've all heard it before. and I was like, the, the think, biggest thing is that the commu- communication's behind, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Everything else, like, oh, you're going to tell me that new next-gen consoles are going to be pretty close in hardware? Ooh, I never, did see. Never would have thought, Matt. I did see another. Will they both blow the switch away? Whoa, my mind's blown. <laughs> I predict. <laughs> In regards to the behind that communication and 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 whatever, but I did see another article that claimed that um, whatever microsoft's current version of project scarlet is 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 in the has been playing games inside xbox live ecosystem like on live and stuff like that like they're testing it Mm -hmm. which i find is interesting like if they can get it to work seamlessly which you would assume that's what they're going for 
that they're probably ahead of the game a little bit as far as they don't need the communication there because people can just throw shit on the console and it'll right. work if fine. So, if they're so confident in the compatibility that they don't need yeah. to say you need to develop specifically for this. Yeah. Which was one of the other random articles of like the, from a week or two ago that we didn't talk about, which was essentially developers are commenting on the PS5 dev kits being really easy to work with. Yeah. Which is a lovely trend for the industry to take. You guys want to develop for the Ouya? <laughs> wow. Bringing up that corpse. Listen, we had that corpse up until what? 2014? 15? That corpse was physically in our store until what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 14, 15, something was, like that? It was there for a while, yeah. I mean, 16 was my last year's. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, speaking of PlayStation 5, uh, pre-order notification signups began uh, across multiple retailers in various regions. The regions being the Netherlands, Norway, the UK, and the US. Uh, as of now, Best Buy is the only retailer in the US with signups, in case you need notification signups, which I don't know why you would. But. I don't use them when we're at PAX to sign up for a PlayStation booth, so. <laughs> Losers. Loser. <laughs> Number six, Riot Games today revealed that it is getting into game publishing with outside studios via a new publishing label, Riot Forge. Per the company website, the label's goal will be to partner with experienced studios outside Riot Games to, quote, create bespoke, completable League of Legends games, end quote. Bespoke. I love their use of bespoke. Bespoke post. Not a sponsor of this podcast, but you should check them out. What is this bespoke post? They uh, do like their subscription box service, kind of like a loot crate or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's also called the Box of Awesome. What is in the box? One. You can pick like a theme. Oh, uh, okay. And you get that theme like sent to you. Pretty cool themes. Very okay. uh, interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm just all I'm saying. Use code DUDE. <laughs> I think that's the code. I think that's the code for Funhouse, but usually it's dude, dude soup, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but bespokepost.com. Fun, uh, fun tidbit. Interesting that they say completable League of Legends games. Yeah. Did that mean they're actually going to make story based? I think so. Games. I think so. We'll see. Maybe based around you know specific. I mean, there's lore. There's lore in the game. It's all written in the character pages. Mm-hmm. But there's lore. Noxian, Damatia. The thing goes boom, you blow up a nexus, and you move on. And if you're not Korean, you don't win the world championships. Or Asian of some sort, because I guess technically uh, China won it. But North America can't win shit. Yeah, we suck. It's hysterical to me. People are like, oh, they had a really good season in North America. I was like, yeah, your competition's garbage. Play somebody in Asia for a while. You're going to get rolled. Hell, even Europe's killing them. Anyway, sorry. It's like men's soccer. Yeah, but Asia doesn't dominate the U.S. Well, yeah, we're kind of kind of even. Some, certain countries in Asia have really good national teams, but well, I, I was going for more like we North America sucks. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. If we're comparing them to like Europe, yeah, yeah. Um, number seven on December 9th, developer CD Projekt Red is shutting off support for Gwent, the Witcher card game. On PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. No! There will be no more updates, expansions, real money purchases, or matchmaking support beginning on December 9th. 
An update will, quote, freeze Gwent in its current state, end quote. Uh, CD Projekt Red said both console versions will remain operational with limited functionality until June 9th. Uh, CD Projekt Red said it will continue to support the PC and mobile versions of Gwent, the most popular platforms of the game, according to the developer. Uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One players can copy their account progress over during a six-month period from December 9th to June 9th if they want to transfer accounts over to another platform. I'm not surprised, in a way. I appreciate their willingness to... Pivot. Pivot. That's good, yeah. Nice marketing term you got going on there. I hate the reference that everybody knows it from. It's a word in the damn dictionary. What's the reference? Not catching up. Not catching on here. What does every female roughly our age or within a five-year range know pivot from? Friends. Oh. See, I don't... I just, I just I don't know, partake in friends. I, I neither do I because I hate it, but I know it exists. And that makes overrated. Me 100%. 100% overrated. Anyway, that's not the point. We're not here to bitch about friends. Uh, Courtney's dog. Named after friends character. Which one is it? Chandler. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember. I saw their Christmas card. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'll send you one. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, you're going to get a video of me just throwing it in the recycle bin. <laughs> Lighting out a fire. Throwing it in the sink. <laughs> just play some maniacal after You should. That, you should take a video of you sticking it in your cat's litter box and then like a picture of Max like shitting on it or something. No, I should just do that and then just take the scoop and just cover it up myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, she'd be so angry. You'd be like, well, what do you want? Anyway, yeah. The, I I appreciate them moving on from the console because that's one of those ones where I'm like, I, does it not make sense to just be on mobile and then I guess PC anyway? Like those Those feel like the correct place to play those. But... You know, who am I to tell somebody how to play something? Oh, that's right. That's what I do. So. Number eight. Dutch football manager Marco van Basten has been removed from FIFA 20, quote, until further notice, unquote. Uh, The removal is in response to comments the former Netherlands striker made while working as an analyst for the Dutch... I can't believe I'm about to read all this. Dutch branch of Fox Sports. In an interview with a German coach, Van Basten said, Sieg Heil. While literally translating to Hail Victory, the phrase is known for its use at Nazi rallies. Also during all of the World War II Nazi campaign. Uh, Shortly after, Van Basten apologized and said he had not intended to shock people according to the BBC. I hope that's a mistranslation because I don't think any of us are worried you were shocking us. I just feel Fox, like... <laughs> Fox Sports suspended him from working for the channel last month with one week's wages to be donated to the Netherlands Institute for War Documentation. There is no word on when or if he will be reinstated in the game. I suspect this was meant as a joke. That's that's the way that it sounds like when you hear some other people talk about it is that he meant it as a joke, but it's not a joke. <laughs> like, yeah, especially the German people, it's right. very it's, they, they take a, it very seriously. That's a very like no no we don't do that here. <laughs> uh, every time I I'm like uh, I have a I have a German friend. Mm-hmm. She was our exchange student, and we've discussed I discussed while she was here. I was like, how the hell does your country deal with World War II? Like, I'm super curious. Yeah. 
because I I don't know, and I it was before mm-hmm. it was, you know, I was in high school. I hadn't learned of yeah. We we are we're over here doing U.S. history. We don't discuss like mm-hmm. global climate. I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, no hand on hearts for pledges or anything too close. And I was like, oh, interesting. Right. And I don't know if that's changed now, but that's what it was at the time. They're like, none of this because this is just too close to. I think that is. I remember every once in a while a post will pop up on Reddit of like someone in Germany doing something stupid, doing the salute, yeah, and like the police will fucking take them out. Like, I, and I, the funny thing is, I don't even think you necessarily need to wait for the police depending on where you are in Germany. Yeah. There are certain pubs you could probably be in and do it, and you're just going to get the wrong guy to walk outside and go, you. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, well. Get him. Um, I, I, what I was going to say, though, is like I've been like uh, perverted by anime because I see uh, Sieg Heil and... It makes me think of Sieg Zeon from Gundam because that's what they say. They all say Sieg Zeon, like Hell Hell Zeon, and I, that's immediately where mine goes. I like that you're like fucking weeb. World War Two? What? No, anime. <laughs> anime. Clearly anime. That's clear. I mean, that's all... that's the grapeist all over again. Yeah, they're asking for it. They're wearing purple. <laughs> oh man, the whitest kids you know. The grapest skit. All right. It really puts in perspective my people like or people like Grape Shirt. Yeah. If you watch the two and know that I own the shirt. Yeah. That's a question. Yeah. Anyway. No what are we on? Uh, Nueve? Yeah, nine. Um Notice I can only speak Spanish on numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's really disappointing. Like how many years of Spanish did you take? Three. Yeah, I took like four, I think, three or four. I think three. Yeah, three. One, two, yeah. And I've retained zero of it. Donde esta biblioteca? Yeah, that's about it. That's... Where's the library? <laughs> yep. Es gato in mis pantalones? There's a cat in your pants. I believe so. <laughs> um, uh, mono in fermo tornado? I believe that's sick, twisted monkey. Somewhere. Uh, that's, that's a that's an inside joke that only one person listening to this podcast is going to understand. Now we're this is a Spanish podcast. Ole, 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 ole. We turn it to a soccer podcast real quick. I mean, it's it it teeters the line sometimes. I wish we could turn <laughs> to a baseball podcast. <sighs> In 2017, or it's just a sports podcast in general, man. Can you imagine? Bleh. In 2017, Firewatch developer. But we can talk about F1. <laughs> Campo Santo unveiled in the Valley of the Gods or in Valley of Gods. I guess is what it is. I thought it was. I thought it was just Valley of God, Valley of the Gods. I guess it's in the Valley of Gods is the, name, right, is cool. the actual we'll name. Go for that then. Uh, I think everyone refers to it as Valley of Gods because that that you know we shorten everything because we're lazy Americans. Um, it was a promising looking first person adventure set in Egypt. Uh, the following year, Valve snapped up Campo Santo. Some Firewatch fans worried that Campo Santo had been swallowed by a company notorious for not shipping games. Uh, they were right to be afraid. Campo Santo co-founder Jake Rodkin released this statement, quote, to fans looking forward to in the valley in the valley of gods, it's probably clear that the optimistic 2019 at the end of the announcement trailer isn't going to be accurate. 
In the end, Valve time makes fools of us all. But yes, developers from the former Campo Santo team have joined other projects at Valve, including Half-Life Alex. As you can imagine, our experience in the first-person adventure genre is pretty relevant. You hear a lot about how at Valve you can work on what you want. It turns out that's true, and there's a lot of work available. As we integrated ourselves into Valve, it became, became clear that a lot of valuable work to be done, that there was a lot of valuable work to be done uh, on Half-Life Alex. Some of us started lending a hand and have since become full-time on the project as it approaches launch. Uh, similarly, oh my god, my tongue is not working today. Some ex-campos are working on Dota Underworlds, under <laughs> Dota Underlords. Uh, some are on Steam and so on. So to answer your question, as of today, in the Valley of Gods, development is on hold, but it certainly feels like a project people can come and may return to. Can and may return to. And when that happens, we'll find an exciting way to let fans know. I cannot talk. Nope. I got like a, a terrible bout of cotton mouth halfway through that. So I do have a little bit of that same thing. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, we'll get back to discussing this in a second. But you know what I have started doing sometimes while I'm reading? I don't know if you ever looked at me while I'm doing it sometimes because I probably look like a psychopath. But I start heavily enunciating with my mouth. So yeah. rather than just doing this where I know I can probably say everything, but it kind of gets slurred. I start yeah. doing this where I'm really yeah. opening my mouth and it looks really weird, but it I do I that like it helps sometimes. I do that sometimes, but I hate doing it because I was tormented as a small child in elementary school by my music teacher who would constantly yell at me for not enunciating and opening my mouth enough. She would sit there and make me like do that type of shit. Ah, so you just get that trigger and you're like, yeah, I'm like, oh no, no bitch. I, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you can't hold me down. I will speak how I want to speak. But yeah, when I whenever I catch myself like partway through a story, I change to start really opening my mouth and doing it that way. Yeah, because I I'll like hear it a little bit, and I'm like I'm not saying things. And also, there's you know I'm not getting angry right now. There's a solid chance right here. It's just gonna need to get trimmed back a little bit because I can just feel it again in my mouth. Yeah, I'm starting to have a problem where they curl. They're starting to curl into my mouth. See, my I do this, hairs. but it, these are getting a little bit too long, and they're getting a little too curl happy, getting to the side of my mouth right now. And I'm like, that's it. You're so. Out. I had intentions of getting rid of the mustache because it was annoying me. Right. But I can't get rid of it until my mom sees it because I know it'll really bother her. Ah. So, like, I'm literally just keeping it until my mom sees it. So she'd be like, what is that? Like, you know. I I do appreciate that commitment to torture. Yeah, you got to keep her on her toes, you know. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you know, moms, they'll just, they'll run away and do whatever they want. I know. Then they'll come back and be like, ha-ha, look what I did. And you're like mustache <laughs> exactly and they're like no i had this whole plan and you ruined it with the mustache ah. it's basically it right there <laughs> like that we're now just deciding <laughs> to torture our mothers and we're just like mustache <laughs> <laughs> i just shave my whole face she's gonna just... be like no my baby <laughs> why have you forsaken me <laughs> it is funny uh going back to the story about uh campo santo it's funny they're like, all oh, that you know, Steam. You can work on what you want, but that's not our game. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of hear it in the statement where he's like, "At Steam, everyone can work on what they want." And clearly, that's not our game, which sucks. Like, yeah. you can work on what you want. Nobody wants to work on our game. <laughs> so roll on to all these other projects. You know, that... they walked in the door and they're like, "Half Life, new Half Life." Yeah, yeah. Bye. Yeah. There was the group that walked in and like, all right, cool. Now we have this new studio that we can finally work on in the Valley of Gods. 
And then the other, like, ha- as that one... Jim, Jim runs in is like, do you know they're making a new Half-Life game? <laughs> the three people that are still staring forward at their new office, and somebody looked to their left where they see a giant new, like, poster and, like, some VR demos, and they're like, what's going on in there? <laughs> they And they walk, Jim walks in, and he's like, what are you guys, what are you guys doing in here? Oh, we're working on this, like, new VR tech thing, Half-Life kind of thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, hold on. I'll be right back. And then Jim walks back over to, to Frank, our usual suspect. Frank. Frank. Hey. Listen, this whole new studio thing looks pretty good. They're working on Half-Life in there, like a VR title. I don't know. This whole Steam thing about like you can work at anything you want. Fuck this game. <laughs> Let's go over there. Frank's like, oh, good idea. I like that idea. Then Frank goes in. Now there's two people in. We're two people out of a out of 100. Whoever, whoever went. Yeah. Two out of 100. Holy shit, this looks really cool. This looks really good. All right, cool. Hey, go get go get Tommy. So he walks over and he grabs Tommy. Tommy, hey, get like you and your team. We're going to do some Half-Life shit in VR. It's pretty awesome. All right, cool, cool. Now there's 30 people <laughs> going to the Half-Life VR project. And then at some point, they, they nobody's noticed those 30 people are gone yet. And somebody else looks around and they're like, I mean, I kind of just want to do stuff on Steam. I don't really give a shit about this game. Wait, are those the Steam guys over there? Those guys working on like the UI and stuff for Steam? Hey, you into Steam stuff? <laughs> Need a hand? No, I'm coming over. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, that, so then that group of like five people went over to the Steam thing, and then it just slowly dispersed. So now it's five people still on Valley of the Gods that are still storyboarding in a room that used to have a hundred people in it. And they have no, but they're, they just, finally the guy turned around. He hasn't turned around this entire time. It's been months. He's never turned back around <laughs> because by the time he leaves, it's late anyway. He assumes everybody else already went home. By the time he comes in, it's early. He assumes everybody isn't there yet because he's, he's an early, early show up, late leave, doing all this storyboard work on the Valley of Gods. And then he turns around. He's like, all right, he sends out the team meeting invite. I'm going to have a meeting. Noon. I'm going to bring, you know, pizza and everything. We're going to discuss where we're headed with this game. Orders all the pizza. Gets in the conference room. It's him, Bobby, Joe, Stacy, Susie, and Tim. And he turns around. And he's like, all right, perfect. So here's what we're going to. Where is everybody? We are everybody. No, no, no. Like, where's... We came here with like 100, 150 people. Where are they and why has nobody had a slice of pizza yet? Did you not hear? <laughs> There's a Half-Life VR game. <laughs> and some of our guys like Steam stuff. They all left. What? <laughs> what? And then he just took the dry erase marker he had that he had been drawing with the entire time, snapped it in half, and threw one half in the trash, and the other half he just started chewing on because he didn't know what to do. I can see that happening. That sounds like a valid thing. <laughs> He's just like, I just... Uh, <laughs> just a nervous tick. So in case you're curious about how that story is going, visualize that, picture it, run with it. Number 10. Oh, boy. Number 10. Star Citizen has now passed 250 
million raised from its vast number of backers. Cloud Imperium Games' hugely ambitious game has been in development for almost eight years and it remains unfinished. However, that extended period has left plenty of room for the company to bring in more funding from the community. The total now stands at $250 million, sourced from more than 2.4 million players. That exceeds, what's that, like $10 a person? Something like that. I think right. that's my zeros are correct. That exceeds the budget, the total budget of the vast majority of AAA games from major publishers. As PC Gamer highlighted, it raised $9 million in November alone, one of its strongest ever months, due to the CitizenCon fan event. In addition to the crowdsourced money, Cloud Imperium has also raised $46 million in private investment. In May this year, a Forbes report accused the company of mismanaging the huge funds it has raised, mostly from selling in-game ships at prices up to $3,000 to its players. $104. Oh, $104 a person. That's insane. Uh, and then also, if you're curious, you are buying ships in a game that doesn't exist for upwards of $3,000. I've I've had one person that we both know discuss the prosperity that could exist in Star Citizen and I've almost punched them in the solar plexus twice. See, I don't get it. Like if you're that into Star Citizen, just go play Eve Online. Well, not even not even just that. I've wanted to just punch them in the solar plexus for the reasons of just oh star citizen star citizen i'm like it doesn't exist you're being sold on pipe dreams and then you're out here telling me it's so good you've literally never touched it it's not done well i mean it can be played in certain capacities yeah that's the weird thing with that game like it's not out it doesn't it's not they they've like mastered the art of dangling the carrot because they always are like oh here's this build of this thing try it out like or, you know, you have access to this for the weekend, like, we're tweaking X, Y, and Z, you know, like, all this different stuff. Oh, well, Star Citizen, Star Citizen, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to play it when it comes out, but we'll see. What, I don't even know, like, so how, how does that work? I don't know. If if you, when it comes out, are they going to charge $60 for it? Like, a I don't know, do you game? just buy, do you buy a $300 ship to start? Yeah, like, how, you know, you get a $5 ship. What's the difference between a three hundred dollars ship and a five dollars ship? What if I spend three thousand dollars? Yeah, Am what's I God? the benefit? What's Do I get the to benefit? become God? Do I get my summoning thing where when I warp in, music starts playing throughout the galaxy and it's just <laughs> Do I get that? I want that. Can I make my entire ship speakers? That'd be cool. And then have a giant subwoofer as my cannon? I would want my ship to be that sphere of Influence. Bollywood uh, Terminators. Do you not get my? I got it. Come on, I went, I went for a history joke. I didn't hear it. Sphere of influence. Sphere of influence. Good old China, Japan, suffering from spheres of influence. More so China than anything else. Silk roads, man. They do it. They do it. They do it all in. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was the last story. We just got the. We got to talk about movie trailers. If you want to talk about movie trailers, yeah, we talk about some movie trailers. You want to talk about movie trailers? Let's talk about some movie trailers. Yeah, movie trailers. Uh, what do you think of James Bond? Uh, no, I, no time to die is the title. I like the title. 
I think the title is more James Bond than the last like three. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it. I think it's very like yeah, Skyfall, whatever, Quantum of Solace. I think No Time to Die very much fits in with the earlier Bond movies in terms of titles. Like Thunderball and whatever mm-hmm. fit with like the Skyfall problem, but yeah, the you know Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it No One Lives Twice or? Yeah, that sounds kind of like that. Die another from day. Lush, from Russia with love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no time to die. Sounds. Can you hold on? Cat cat management. Um, it sound it. I like the title. I like the title when it came when it was revealed. Like, All right, I'm, I'm about this. And then I was a little skeptical, honestly, of the Remy Malik as the villain. Uh, but yeah, you only see him for like two shots. But I was like, okay, they actually did a decent. Making, he's, he's properly like, creepy. Like looking at him as a villain, I was like, okay, I can kind of see where we're going. And Hans Gruber's back. <laughs> Hans Gruber. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with the diehard name. Anyway, uh. So it it looks good. It would it would definitely be it will definitely I would like to think it'll be seen by me in theaters. I definitely have to brush up on my uh James Bond uh history cuz I don't recall. I will gladly sit down with you for a Bondathon. We'd have to do all of the Daniel yeah. Craig James Bonds obviously. I mean technically we probably start at Skyfall. I mean Skyfall technically finishes up the other ones so yeah, which the other ones aren't like Casino Royale is good, but it's Casino Royale. But it's Casino Royale, which you could just watch yeah. the Connery version if you really wanted. Yeah, to. it's like, and that's the one James Bond book I read was Casino Royale. Mm. Um, and Quantum's just kind of whatever. Yeah, Quantum's like kind of it's self-contained almost. Yeah. Like, um. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm curious. I mean, it looks interesting based on the little bit that we saw, like what the storyline's going to be and the other double it O's. Looks like, yeah, like, it looks like there's still enough of like intrigue. Or maybe even more intrigue because there's a lot of a lot going on. Yeah, there seems yeah. to be a lot going on. There does seem to be a lot going on. I kind of like the place that he's in though, where like he looks like he's retired almost, but then like you know, because I think he's dead after Skyfall. The um, <clears throat> the stuff happens like in the trailer, and like the guys like you know what's his face? Uh, fuck's his name? Q? Not Q. Guy in charge of. The, of MI6. I was going to say Jeffrey Rush again, but it's not. Or MI5, or the fuck they're called. Whatever. He's like, oh, you know, we need we need James Bond or whatever. Like, Oh, because he's, <laughs> he's he's the most uh, valuable asset or whatever. Yeah, there's just yeah, like all this like... speech. And then the double O chick there, who like clearly I don't know what is not a fan is, of him. Yeah, she's a double O that is basically the new age double O, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. You can't just go running around anymore, James. You know, you do something, whatever. I'll shoot you in the leg. The good one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Uh, Black Widow. I don't care. I don't care either. It it looks... I'm I'm offended for Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, that they are giving her a movie now when she should have had one. When it was... The only thing I can possibly imagine is that something takes place... In the movie or after the movie or whatever that will be current in the timeline. Yeah, that's the only thing that I can think because it. I 100% think she deserved one before Endgame. Yeah. 
even if you didn't do it before Infinity War, at least before Endgame. And then probably, I mean, it should have been before Infinity War, but at least before Endgame. And they, even the quality, like, doesn't look good. For for what know, we've come to looks... expect from Marvel, the trailer looks janky in multiple spots. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, I hope that's not the final product because there are yeah, clearly like, bad I don't know. looking scenes to to me anyway. No, I agree because like the scene where she jumps out of the helicopter and lands on the catwalk, it's something about it just doesn't have the same like same uh, like polish and that that gravitas one, that like the other movies had. Even the scene where they're like uh, free falling back to earth, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she's being shot at from the other guys chasing her that entire five to 10 seconds or whatever mm-hmm. does not look good. Yeah. It's it there's looks something choppy and poorly, you know, green screened or whatever you want to call it. Like the visual effects do not look that good. And even when I was, Telling you when we were watching the scene when she finds when she meets her sister, then it goes through the entire born sequence in the apartment again. Yeah, a hundred percent. It bugs me that that is the born sequence. It is a hundred percent that born in the apartment sequence. It really is. Um, but then her sister's talking in the her thick Russian accent, and the way that it's portrayed on the scene, I have to think that they either voiced over that character. Or they played the audio from a different scene That's on top got, of that yeah. part because the audio does not match her sister's mouth movements at all. Not even close. And I'm just like, oh boy. Ooh, <laughs> that's at least if you had done that shot, don't show her. Don't let me see her face talking. Because it's not lined up. It's not even close. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see how it gets received. Uh, but on first look, I I'm just kind of disappointed. From what from what we've come to expect out of Marvel, I I'm not happy with the quality of this trailer. I agree. Um, last but not least, Mulan. Cool. Yeah, I don't I'm, I don't care about Mulan like some people do. I like Mulan. I like the animated Mulan. Obviously, I know that the what the animated. All right, so what the animated Mulan is totally different from what the actual tale of Mulan is. And that I think is different. I don't know. The movie is clearly different from the from the anime. The live action. Woo! Woo! Okay. All right, Eddie Murray. The live Eddie Murphy, sorry. The live action movie is clearly diverging from the animated movie. And I know the tale is not uh super close to the animated movie. So I don't know how that all fits in. Um, I'm curious because I like Mulan, the animated movie, and I think this looks interesting and I think it's a, a cool, it's a cool, it's a cool approach that they're actually using, you know, the correct, uh, actors and stuff like that. Actresses, um, that look the part. Uh, and I'll probably, I'm probably going to see it in theaters because I know Samantha wants to see it in theaters. Like she, I showed her the trailer and she's like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go see this in theaters. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess we're doing this. So yeah, Mulan, that's a thing. Interesting. 
I mean, it. I looked at it. I was like, all right. I mean, it looks cool. Like it looks, it it looks like it was shot better than Black Widow at the moment. Yeah, it does. We got deals this week. Or are you figuring? We that do. Out? We do have deals. I'm just kind of looking something over real quick. Are these accurate? Do you want me to read some of these off or no? Uh, you can read off. Start from the bottom. Xbox or no, Twitch? Twitch. Start with Twitch. All right, Twitch Prime. Uh, the normal spiel, you know. If you uh, have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. Uh, here's the games for Twitch Prime. Uh, Sky lifts go wrong. Toe Jam and no. Earl. No, that's not the name of that title. Read it again. Ski lifts Thank go you. wrong. Ski lifts. Go wrong. We've played ski lifts go wrong. Oh, okay. All right. That was a cool game. It's like bridge building, <clears throat> but with know, ski, ski lifts. lifts. And things go terrible. It doesn't work exactly at all the same. You kill lots of people. Man, lots of stick figures yeah. type people. You get those skis caught on the top of a tree, man. They just fall out of the chair. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl, back in the groove. Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. Hover. And Hugh. Those are the free games for Twitch Prime. You get your free games for Xbox games with gold being the final station, which was available until December 15th on Xbox One. Insane Robots, which is available to the 31st on Xbox One. Jurassic World Evolution, available until January 15th, starting on December 16th. Read that a little backwards, sorry for that. On Xbox One. Toy Story 3, available until December 15th on Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate HD, available from December 16th to the 31st on Xbox One and 360. Awesome. PlayStation Plus. You got to pay for that online subscription. You're going to get these two games. Titanfall 2. And Monster Energy Supercross. We've cool. discussed both of those before. We thought Titanfall was put out to die mm-hmm. when it was. And it did. It was put out to die. And people loved it. And the it people died. that did play it loved yeah, it. And it died. And now you have Fallen Order. Uh, and... Monster Energy Supercross we've talked about before. Because that's the game that when Kenny and I were at PAX had so many controls that it was almost too realistic of a motocross game. That was the one that was uh, giving Kenny a little bit of difficult time to figure out. Because mm. there were so many, like you were actually having to shift and downshift going into turns and then start going through your gears again to come out of the turn and yeah. leaning. And there was just like, was like, I don't know how to hold all these buttons at the same time and still turn. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, can you go ahead and click that link? I'm going to discuss the uh, other thing real quick. Told you going to come plow. Oh, now I'm in the way. Yeah, we can probably do this really quick. He's just like, fuck you. Nope. All right. He's going to do it. All right. <laughs> Don't mind me while we check out my plow. <laughs> uh, Humble, Mon- Humble Bundle Monthly has now become Humble Choice, uh, which means that it's a PC game subscription that lets you choose games every month to keep forever. You can choose up to nine games. I believe uh, the amount that you choose potentially changes the price. I'm not 100% positive. Okay. 
it's now changed, so I'm not as the expert I once was. Uh, but they're going to curate, curate 10 plus PC games for you to choose from every month, and you choose up to nine from the list to keep forever. You get to choose from these games currently this month uh, to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Blasphemous, Ancestors Legacy, Phantom Doctrine, Dead Vinland, Horizon Chase Turbo, Dark Future, Desert Child, Aegis, and Exmorph Defense. Humble Choice subscribers also get exclusive perks. You get to unlock uh, access to 90-plus games in the Humble Trove, which those are usually just indie titles that were released straight to Humble. You get up to a 20% discount on the thousands of games in the Humble Store. And you get to support charity every month, so, you know, that's what it is. Uh, I believe all of those numbers of the amount you save plus the amount you get to pick from and everything like that are depending on what tier you pay at. I believe there are tiers to the paying system. Okay. I think it starts as low as $5 and potentially goes up to $20, depending on what you want to do. So just an interesting thing. And then if you want to read off the last thing we have here. Yeah, I think they changed. I don't know if it's if the bundle. Yeah, this is weird. So it's a new game each day. Yeah. So like the pricing's weird on it. So you what's offered here is there's a pay $5 or more and you'll unlock uh, a shout out on Yogg's cast stream. And Call of Duty Modern Warfare animated calling card. Which I don't I don't know what that is, but it's the in game thing. Okay. So it looks like it's essentially like one price, I'm assuming. Because if you pay yeah. it's saying if you pay thirty dollars or more, you'll get this massive list of games. Yep, which is a game a game a day, but some of those games only have a specific amount of keys yeah, available. Like Bastion only has a certain amount of keys. Granted, the amount of keys that it's displaying is 31,300, so there's a lot. Right. Um, I'll just rip through and call some out. Uh, Bastion, uh, Red Orchestra 2, uh, Dreadlands, uh, Chivalry, Medieval Warfare. I remember that was hot for a while there. Um, uh, Two Point Hospital. Um, Company of Heroes, uh, Metamorph Dungeon Creatures, Partial Control. There's, I'm assuming, 12 games here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more to be announced, obviously, because it goes straight up to December 20th, it looks like. Yep. Yeah. So, a lot of games. Fun stuff. But that's it. That's all we got. Anything more from you? I got nada. Cool. I guess we'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.